have hyperjets on that thing. And what do we got on this thing? A Cuisinart? No, sir. We'll find them, catch them. Yes, sir. Prepare ship for light speed. No, no, no. Light speed is too slow. Light speed too slow? Yes, we're going to have to go right to ludicrous speed. <gasps> ludicrous speed? Sir, we've never gone that fast before. I don't know if the ship can take it. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? Prepare ship! Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the three-ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty excuse for an officer. Now hear this. Ludicrous speed! Sir, had you better buckle up? Ah, buckle this! Ludicrous speed! Go! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of That's Entertaining. This week, we're going to be looking at Spaceballs. You know, it's, it's a... That movie is a classic to me. And joining me to discuss it, because we've completed our journey to The Force Awakens and... You know, we just can't leave the Star Wars realm or the sci-fi realm just yet, is Mr. Alex Duehi. Alex, welcome back. Thanks, Nathan. Good to be here. So let's talk a little bit about what you've been entertained by. I want to jump into Spaceballs, and I, we're recording uh, in a different type of situation than we normally do, so I'm hoping my power doesn't go out, so we're going to try to get through this as quickly as possible so that we have a complete transmission. Sounds good. So... I mean, obviously, we've had the holidays come up, and uh, I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies, of course. Um, another classic that I have to watch every single year is Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. It's it's probably like my go-to Christmas movie. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but, I mean, Christmas is not complete unless I watch Christmas Vacation on Christmas Eve. Nice. It's just one of those things. One of my favorite movies. Um, other than that, I uh, haven't really been doing too much of the movies obviously i I keep seeing star wars um it's it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. um but uh, i mean that that's pretty much it as far as what i've been entertained by i to be honest it's it's terrible but i've been so busy i don't even remember the last time i turned on my xbox oh wow i know i know but i i've been excited i know there's some holiday playlists for halo 5 that i want to get on and uh I know you just recently capped out in Battlefront, so yes, sir. that's making me pretty jealous. So I'm going to have to hop on that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I pr- pretty much um, I've been very boring on the entertainment side, unfortunately. Been so busy. Yeah, it happens. It does. So for me, you know, I haven't been entertained by much other than Star Wars, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've up to three times seeing it now in the theater. And I completed a book. That is part of the journey to the Force Awakens, called the Perfect Weapon. It's uh, it's around the character that calls. Well, I don't know if I want to get into it because it could be a spoiler, kind of. But it's it's a, around a character that we see, in the quote unquote cantina scene from the Force Awakens, uh, that contacts the bad guys. If you remember who that is, so I do remember. Yeah, it's it's around her character. It's interesting, quick read. Okay. Um, it's called A Perfect Weapon, I believe. So we got through that. Uh, I'll still on the Star Wars front, like you said. I got to level 50 in Battlefront, so I have capped out, so to speak, as far as the level goes, but there's still a lot of credits to be earned, so I will be continuing to earn credits and unlock more cool gear as I go. Mm-hmm. And since I capped out on that, I felt like I could go on and play something else. 
and I felt like I've been neglecting one particular game that I've really been wanting to get to, and that is Rise of the Tomb Raider. So I started Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I'm about probably uh, 35 or so percent in, it says. So been playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's a really good game. I've heard good things about it. Did you play the previous one? No, I did not. Okay. It's very good. The first one was really good as well. There's a definitive edition you can play on Xbox One. This one picks up pretty much after that. I don't know what the time difference is, but it's it's good. I I recommend this game for sure. I haven't beat it yet, so I can't really give it you know a solid review or recommendation or anything. But so far, from what I've played, I've enjoyed it. Now you know what I'm going to ask right now, right? You no. Know? Multiplayer. There is no multiplayer. Okay. But there is leaderboards. So you Ooh. can see how you stack up against how I did on a particular area and things like that. So it's kind of got a bit of a multiplayer feel to it if you like the leaderboard stuff. Okay. Okay. I'll have to try it out then. But it's a good game. Good narrative. Great visuals. Well controlled. I enjoy it. Good deal. But that's pretty much it. Actually, no, there, I lied. There's a couple more things. Uh, <laughs> I knew he always you always say yeah I haven't been entertained by much and then list like 20 things that's not much in, in Nathan's world it's not going to be 20 this time but <laughs> it'll be I have also just last night watched Need for Speed that Aaron Paul movie oh yeah from I earlier in the year it's ridiculous horrible bad don't watch it if you want an actual good movie but if you want noise in the background that's all it's good for oh, okay <laughs> Thank you. Um, you Save me an hour and a half or however, however long it is. Yeah. Uh, I also watched The End Stinger on Big Hero 6 because I don't remember if, you, if I told this on the podcast or not, but when I went and saw Big Hero 6 in the theaters, I went with somebody who had seen it before, and I said, hey, is there anything after the credits? And they said no. I was like, okay, so we left. But there was something after the credits. So I watched the credits of Big Hero 6 on the Blu-ray, and I finally got to see the stinger at the end, which was worth it. Nice. And the other thing I watched uh, is Maleficent. Have you oh. seen or heard of this? I Is it the one with Angelina Jolie? Yes. I have seen that, actually. It was a, a pretty decent movie. Interesting take on another side of that, you know, that character's perspective, from that character's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't not enjoy it. Um, but I'm not eager to watch it again. It was good for a single viewing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like like you, I don't plan on ever needing to really watch it again. <laughs> but right. it was, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. No regrets. No. Re- it, Same here. It was more entertaining than Need for Speed. Oh, okay. So Need for Speed really was that bad. Yeah, no bueno. No good. Like, I would watch any of the... Fan- or any of the... No, I would watch Fantastic Four <laughs> before I would watch Need for Speed. Oh, wow. That's actually making a really big statement <laughs> as to how bad Need for Speed is. Uh, I was just not... It was... If you look at that movie with a critical eye of any sort, it's just over and stupid within two minutes. <laughs> so, oh, those are what I've been entertained by. Let's get into our entertaining thoughts for this week with Spaceballs. <laughs> the quest for money. Uh, like, you know, the yogurt scene where he's like, God willing, we'll be back in Spaceballs too. The quest for more money or the search for more money, whatever it was. Now, I heard that they're actually thinking about making a second one. It would make sense. It'd be funny. And I think it'd be well received. Yes. And they would 
they would have to make that the title, right? I mean, yes, you'd have to. There's no other way around that. Uh-uh. It's just unfortunate that so many of the the cast members are are you know deceased now, like John Candy. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, just I wish they could recreate it with the same the same cast. But I would love to see a remake, maybe centered around. I don't know if they should do just around one of the Star Wars movies or just kind of like the the whole saga in general, um, you know, kind of condensing it down. But as long as they keep the same humor, mm-hmm. that's going to be the biggest thing for me because this type of slapstick humor is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not done much anymore. This no, type of humor is not. hardly ever. Yeah. When you talk about this movie it does kind of obviously reflect heavily in star wars but there's also like star trek nods and aliens nods uh and different things like that that are in the movie too so it's not exclusively star wars but i think the time is right right now where you can bring in influences from avatar or uh the new star trek movies you know obviously the star wars film Anything that you have that's space-oriented, like Interstellar, The Martian, different stuff like that, there's a lot of space stuff, if you look at it, that they can oh, pull from. I'm seeing Matt Damon cameos on, like, <laughs> Stranded on Planet. And <laughs> is that just me? That'd be fun. That'd be perfect. <laughs> so, if they remade this movie, I would go see it, I would appreciate it, and I would most likely buy it later on. But I don't think Mel Brooks has made a movie in a long time. No, I don't think he has either. And, I mean, he's... He's getting up there in age, too, so um, if he's going to do something, <laughs> it's going to be now or never. Yeah. And this is also, if you haven't seen The Force Awakens, turn back, because there's a, a smidgen of a, a spoiler that I might bring up. And it's only going to be 30 seconds. I'll limit myself to that. So starting now, 30 seconds. If you skip ahead, you won't hear it again. Now. So I think that in The Force Awakens, they may have pulled from Spaceballs, because you look at Snoke's character... And Yogurt's character, you know, mm-hmm. Yogurt, yep. you first meet him in that big chair. He's a big guy, and he comes out, and he's small. I think yep. Snoke is going to be similar to that. I, so I think it's going to be, yep, absolutely. I, I, I completely agree. I saw a lot of similarities. And, you know, George Lucas worked close with uh, with Mel Brooks when, when they were conceptualizing this to Time's make up. sure that it was okay. But, yeah, so I, I, I think you. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> So, obviously, I think that if you watch Episode 7 and then you watch Spaceballs, you might also catch that little bit of a nod. Maybe. Who knows? In any in any world, if you like Star Wars, if you like space movies, you have to see Spaceballs. It, it, the parody is just brilliant. And, I mean, it, it's not going to make you not appreciate one or the other. You know, it's not doesn't degrade and any of the other movies or make fun of them in any way it, it, it simply is just like those family guy episodes where they just it's just a fun take it's a lampoon right it, it is it's it is it it really is a lampoon and it's just absolutely hysterical this type of humor is my humor and i could watch movies like this on real so you have the mel brooks collection then i take it most of them, yes, because his type of humor is. I, I mean, I can't say that I have all of them. Let me let me see everything that he's done. I can probably tell you what I have. But uh, the Mel Brooks. Anytime a Mel Brooks movie comes out, I know that I'm going to see it. Plot aside, just based on the fact that it's Mel Brooks, just because I know I'm going to enjoy it. Let's What's see. your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Would it? To me, it's it's got to be Spaceballs. But the Men in Tights is up there. They're pretty high too. 
Let's see here. I'm looking through his filmography right now. Have you seen The Silence of the Hams? No, I wasn't aware that he did a movie called The Silence of the Hams. <laughs> that one's pretty funny. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm looking through some of these. Yeah, Men in Tights is good. Little Rascals was always one of my favorites as a kid. He was... Uh, the, the Producers. Little Rascals wasn't one of his movies. It says The Little Rascals. Let's see. Hold on. Let me, let me go. Filmography. Oh, he maybe was just in The Little Rascals. Hold on. The Producers. He was the producer and writer. Let's see. I don't know. It's a toss-up. I like The Producers a lot, too. But I'd probably have to go with Spaceballs, I think. Cause just because I'm I'm such a big Star Wars and, 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 I mean, even the new Star Trek movies have me interested. Just because I'm that type of a fan, I think... Spaceballs just appeals to me a lot. But producers would be a close second. You also got Blazing Saddles, which is hilarious. Young Frankenstein, Dracula, Dead and Living, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It, regardless, if you want to watch a Mel Brooks movie, you want to laugh, you'll, you'll, you'll laugh if you watch a Mel Brooks movie. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. So let's rein it back in. Let's, let's look at Spaceballs. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, so what is... What is it about Spaceballs that makes it an endearing movie that succeeded as a parody to Star Wars, where other movies tried but didn't last? I, I think it's the type of humor, and I think it's the way that the story is written. I think there are just so many like, calls to, to Star Wars that just appeal to audiences in a way that only Mel Brooks can. Like... I'll be honest, the first time that I saw this, I was laughing my butt off so hard. It was it, I, I was I was over at a friend's house and he just put this on and and to be quite honest, like for the first like 10 seconds of the movie, I thought he had put on Star Wars. So I was like, you know, I was like looking at it really intensely and then I was like, wait, this isn't Star Wars. And then I watched a little bit more. I just couldn't stop watching. And then I and then I went home later and I and I and I looked up the movie and that's when I went and I bought it myself because I just had to watch it again. It's just always been one of my favorites ever since. Um, but to be honest, I I don't know what it is about this movie that succeeded. That what what made this catch fire as opposed to the other ones? I think it's just the type of Mel Brooks humor. That's what that's what gets me. I mean, obviously, I love Star Wars, so I'm going to watch all the different parodies, you know, everyone that I know about. But I think it's just the Mel Brooks humor that gets me. And I thought the acting was really good. Uh, Bill Pullman is, you know, really good back in this day. I love John Candy. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, uh, Joan Rivers, you know, Dom DeLuise. (laughs) I don't know. What do you think it is? It has to be the the casting, right? The cast was really worked well together, like you said. The Lone Star character, Bill Pullman. Yeah. Pullman? Pullman? What's his name? Yeah, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Okay. Pullman, yeah. So his he's just great as a Lone Star, and you have to have a good character to go around. So he, obviously he's our Han Solo slash Luke Skywalker character all in one, right? Right. So you got that character. He's great. You got he's a Lone Dark, Star. Yeah. <laughs> you got Dark Helmet, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, yep. He's, he's you know, you you have the menacing... Darth Vader character from the from the movies, the Star Wars movies. But then you've got this kind of uh, what do you what's the right word I'm looking for? 
a wannabe, maybe. <laughs> he's got like you know, just a helmet for no reason. He opens it and closes it, you know, willy nilly. He's got his outfit kind of has a, a tie on it in a way. <laughs> his helmet's bigger than his body. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's so funny, and it's it's one of those things there that this movie just for me clicks because it is a great parody. It's done with reverence. It's done properly where it's not just like poking fun to poke fun, but it tells its own story along the way and pulls in these other things from pop culture. That's probably what it is, is that mm-hmm. it's a pop culture movie. Just centered around a space theme because they, like you said, they change just enough of it by pulling in other pop culture and, you know, just little changes in the story that doesn't line up exactly. Maybe that's why. Maybe the other parodies follow it too closely. Mm-hmm. That it just looks like it's poking fun at it repeatedly. Whereas this is its own movie in its in its own sense to, you know, a, maybe a, a certain viewers, if they're looking at it, it doesn't have to be just a Star Wars parody. Mm-hmm. It's its own movie. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're flying around a window, well, Winnebago, right? You're flying around <laughs> and you're you're launching jam into a satellite dish. Literal. To jam their Literally jamming the radar. Yep. <laughs> raspberry. No one gives me the raspberry. Or I hate the raspberry. It's, and how did it come through the screen if they were jamming the satellite? <laughs> That's part of the charm. It's just so funny. This movie. It's is, things like that. Yeah. And, and there's so many quotable lines in this film that are delivered awesome like you know it's do you want to watch radar sir yes do you want do you want coffee while you're watching the radar yes i'd always drink coffee when i watch radar everybody knows that you know that of course we do you know it's it's just it's so funny (laughs) and if they do do another one they make another space balls they have to have michael winslow in there yeah i mean you got the beeps doing all the sound effects it should just be 100 percent him doing all the sound effects he doesn't even need to be a character in the movie he could just be the sound effect guy yeah oh that'd be great i mean i think that with with adam when is it adam winslow michael 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 Winslow. winslow yeah with him coming into this movie and doing that little scene there that's really all he did was that little radar screen that was that was excellent so he's like he's like the Imperial Engineer slash R two D two character, <laughs> in, yes. in essence. Ah, so what what are some of your favorite quotes or lines from this movie, or scenes? What stands out to you when you think of Spaceballs? Uh, the uh, Pizza the Hut scene when we see him for the first time. I think <laughs> I don't know if it made me really hungry for a pizza. And really disgusted at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the lightsaber um, scene <laughs> is uh, is really funny uh, to me as well. But I I think just kind of watching the whole like journey of the characters as just as a whole story. It's like it's kind of like you're always on edge. It's like you know what's going to happen next because, like I said, you know, like we said, it's it's its own movie. So. It doesn't necessarily just have to follow the Star Wars storyline. It's kind of loosely based off of it. So I thought it was really funny to see what they were going to do next. You know, kind of have an idea from where it's mostly based around what New Hope. So, you know, you kind of have an idea of where they're you're basing it off of, but you don't really know exactly what they're going to do with it. Um, So I I don't know. Um, Let's see. As far as as far as lines go, um, let me think. when he pulls out his like his Schwartz ring, 
<laughs> I see a Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I don't know. Any any come to mind for you? Some um, some of the lines I can't say, but right. Yeah, there's a couple lines that come to mind. Obviously, <laughs> that we we won't repeat here, but it's it's funny. This is a PG movie. Um, when you when I think of Spaceballs, I always think of the Mog. You know, the man dog. He's 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 his own best friend. Uh, I think of Barf when he's first introed into the into the movie, um, and he sees the or he rescues the girls. The robot and the princess, and he's like, "What's your name?" Barf. None here. This is a this is a little Mercedes or whatever it is. There's <laughs> just those lines that are quick and witty, and just the way that they're delivered are great. Mm-hmm. But I always love the lines where it's talking about like dark helmet with the radar, with you know ludicrous speed. When will there? When will yep. then be now? Soon. You know, it's it's so it's funny just the way that they deliver those lines and the way they're written. And at mm. the very end of the movie, when they're going and they're, it has that reference to Alien. And <laughs> then you have the the spaceballs crashing down, and it's uh, a Planet of the Apes reference. And they're just those are what come to mind. You know, Schwartz, obviously, and he's like, oh, the ring schming, I got it from a Cracker Jack box or something. Like yep. It's just, it's so funny. And he's like, you know, well, put it there. And he's like, oh, I can't believe you fell for it. <laughs> it's just so funny. It, it is. It's great. It really it's, is. it's hard to talk about this movie just without laughing. And that's what makes it so good. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, anybody that's a fan of Star Wars or the space movies, they just have to see this. It, it brings a different level of humor to things that, like when we're watching the Star Wars movies, we're kind of thinking about. Like uh, when Dark Helmet comes in, he's like, I can't breathe in this thing. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's supposed to be the point of the helmet for Darth Vader. But you kind of look at Darth Vader and you're kind of wondering, how does he breathe in that thing? Mm-hmm. Or how does he drink coffee or something like that? <laughs> exactly. He's, he's exactly. sending his coffee through his helmet. <laughs> or like... But I don't, never have your mask down when you're when I'm around. How do you not fa- making faces behind me or something? Like that? <laughs> it's it's a great movie. If you have not seen Spaceballs, ladies and gentlemen, I recommend it definitely. You have to. And I'm looking over like the. It only cost 22 million to make, but surprisingly, it only made 38.1 million at the box office. I mean, do you think this is a movie that it's it's now become popular, but wasn't as popular when it first came out? Possibly. I mean. It's endured, right? Yeah. It's it's faced the test of time because Mel Brooks, his humor is classic. It's unparalleled. And it's just, there's a lot of, I think in, in the box office you have your certain audiences, but this is a movie that definitely will live on in home video release. Yeah, because everybody that I talk to either owns it or has seen it at somebody's house. Just, I can't find very many people that have seen it in theater. I mean, I, I was born in 1987, so I wouldn't have gone to see it in the theater in 87. Mm-hmm. But even some of, some of the people that I know that are, like, you know, older that are, have been Star Wars fans and, you know, saw the original trilogy in theaters, they didn't see Spaceballs, but they've seen it now, and they love it now for what it is. It's just really funny that it's, you know, it, I, it really is that type of a movie. You just have to see it at home. Yeah. Watch it at home, watch it with friends. 
if you've never seen it, just watch it so that way you can understand some of the references. Don't go at it thinking that it's own it's its own thing that it's uh, being serious because it if there's anything this movie is it's it's not serious. It's being yeah. differential. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of a serious movie. That's so it's it's good. <laughs> Without going any further in the plot or anything else, because, I mean, there's not really much plot to this movie. Uh, what are your final thoughts on Spaceballs? Spaceballs is, if I'm having a bad day, or if I need a laugh, and and I know that just you're, you know, watching a funny video or something, watching, you know, a, just a, a simple funny movie isn't going to do it. If I really need to, like, cry because I'm laughing so hard, almost peeing my pants, laughing so hard, I put on Spaceballs. That's that's what I think of Spaceballs. It's like if I'm having a party and, you know, we want to get things going, you know, a bunch of, you know, Star Wars fans or something like that, I put on Spaceballs. And it's like the only movie that I know everybody will sit down and watch and just laugh their butt off. And I can't say that about very many movies. It's true. You you can't. I mean, every, every time you watch this movie, you'll always kind of chuckle or at least smile at something. <laughs> yep. I mean, you'll get the occasional person that at the beginning when they start watching it, they'll like roll their eyes up like, really? Or they'll, they'll think, this, this is stupid. But I guarantee you, by the end of the movie, that person will have laughed or smiled or grinned almost the whole 90, however many minutes this movie is, 96 minutes. And then... They won't tell you about it, maybe, because they don't want to be wrong. But they will go watch it again. They will go buy this movie, and they will watch it again. And it, it, it's something that we can't explain that attracts us to Spaceballs. You just have to see for yourself. It's like the Matrix. You just have it to is. see it for yourself. It's like the dot Matrix. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I, too, recommend it. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Watch it again if you have, if it's been a while. It was been a while for me, so that's one reason why I'm glad that we completed this journey at the end of the year, no less, with uh, Spaceballs. So Same here. It's a classic, and it's definitely a recommend on my list. So, that concludes our look at movies and entertaining new properties for this year. Except next week, we'll be looking back... And talking about our most entertaining of 2015, what we thought were the most entertaining maybe movies that we saw in the theater, games that we played, TV shows, comics, what have you. Uh, I will come with a list of maybe like my top three in each category for what I thought. And I'll give you a hint. I'm guessing Star Wars makes an appearance at least once, maybe twice. (laughs) Oh, spoiler alert. Spoilers! (laughs) So that'll do it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for joining us, and we hope that you have been entertained. Radar about to be jammed.